It's really bright where I'm sitting. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's okay. Is there anything I can do? If your head was a little taller, it might help. Can you grow your head really fast? Make it bigger. You don't have to look at me. You can just close your eyes the whole pod. Oh, then I'll kind of be experiencing it like our listeners experience. Oh yeah, that's a good uh, that's a good way to do it. I think. I imagine that all of our listeners take us into the float tank, and they want to imagine that we are there. They're like in our womb. Are you allowed to take a our podcast, womb. like a headphones and a podcast into like a, a submersion? If you have a private sub uh, immersion tank, then yes. Well, I'm just here to say it. Yeah. Okay. So all of our. Richie Rich All listeners. of our Richie Rich friends. You know what? It's not that expensive. You just get a bathtub. Okay? And put a mattress over it. It's yeah, the sure. same Stranger as, Things style. Yeah, it's the same thing as preparing for a tornado. You <laughs> just... Isn't that what you're supposed to do? I never lived in tornado country, so I don't know, but I think you're supposed to like lay down in your bath with a mattress over top. I hope nobody listens to us who lives in like Tornado Alley. We're going to get corrected so much. So we're going to get corrected so hard. Um, here's what I think you probably should do during a tornado. I don't know for a fact because I don't live in Tornado Country. Tornado Alley. Tornado Alley. I don't know. Tornado, I tornado just Canyon. Tornado. I don't live in Tornado <laughs> Canyon. Um, but if I did, I bet it would involve a lot of taping layers of, of like bubble wrap to your yeah. body maybe. Like wrapping yourself, like your arms and your torso and your head. And your legs and your sensitive parts in some sort of protective wrapping. Did you say your sensitive parts? That could mean whatever you want it to mean. It doesn't have to be weird. You mean like my heart? Yeah. My sensitive parts? Yeah. Yeah. Too late. Oh. No point. Oh, no. Did something happen on Tinder? No. That's the problem. Nothing happened on Tinder. Oh. Talon just outed me that I told him that I'd re-downloaded Tinder this afternoon while I was really bored at work. Because sometimes I, sometimes I just like to spruce up my profile. Like it's not even, <laughs> it's not even necessarily about meeting anyone. It's just like, you know what's fun is like playing with my social media presence. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Sometimes, I, like even today, I just like, I went through my contacts and was like, I'm going to update these contacts so they have better Whoa, photos. Whoa, that's next level. I've never, nobody in my phone has a contact photo except for maybe Paige. I mean, I have like an app that does it, but it's still a lot of work for me. I think the one I have of Paige is when she sprayed too much uh, dry shampoo in her hair and she got like a white streak and then she started singing, I, ta I tell the tale of Sweeney Todd. And like, <laughs> there's a really good photo of her. It's a good photo, Being and she'd Sweeney be a great Todd. Sweeney Todd. She would. Yeah. She's got that glint in her eye. She's got that operatic. Uh, She's got that wife. Baritone. She got that wife that died. She got she that thought, wife. She got that wife, though. <laughs> <laughs> that, these aren't really the qualifi qualifications for playing it characters so much. You have to have lived their life to yes. be them. All right, I understand you're auditioning for the role of John Wayne Gacy. So what makes no! you No, <laughs> stop. Um. <laughs> Yeah, that would be weird if it worked that way. Mm-hmm. It'd be real weird. Wouldn't that be a strange premise we just talked about? Hmm. Reflective. I don't understand. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing. What, what is the joke? I'm so, I'm so sun-streaked right now. I can't even think straight. Yeah, and let me paint a word picture for our listeners. Um, we're in Sarah's abode today, recording this episode. Woo! Uh, we're sitting at the... Kitchen table. The dining room. Dining room table. Dining room kitchen. It's all the same. The place Sorry, where you would eat you the cook food. food on this? I might. Well, I might prepare a meal with what heat source? Because let me tell you, I've watched enough Cutthroat Kitchen to know that the heat source is the one thing you should never let anyone fuck with. Well, I'm not gonna 
not enough time with it. I'm just not gonna have it. Exactly. You're gonna have to make fucking poke bowls. You're gonna have to make freaking get the anti griddle out here. We'll make some reverse omelets where you just crack open an egg on an anti griddle and it freezes it. Nobody likes it. What is that? Can you imagine how unpleasant that? You don't know what is an that anti- a real thing? Yeah, an anti griddle. It's like what? a. It's like a. Um, have you seen those uh, videos of people like making like the rolled up ice cream? Oh yeah. It's kind of like that. It's like really cold. It's a super cold surface. <coughs> so instead of like a griddle is a super heated surface. Yeah. This is a super cooled surface okay. that you like put things on. But I'm just like imagining cracking an egg on it. That'd be gross though. And it would be kind of that. like, do you think eggs get like those ice crystals in them? Like you bite yeah. it and it'd be like. Shh, shh, I've, I've I've had a I've just had a fridge that was like too cold before and had a partially frozen frozen egg. And when you try to crack it in your mouth like you do every morning for your six egg yolks. It was partially frozen. It I keep was... saying crack eggs. What do you mean? You just pop them in your mouth. <laughs> like, yeah, you crack them with your teeth like you a real boy. Crunch them like a berry. Or you eat them like an anaconda and just oh, mm-hmm. all the way down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You crack them with your throat muscles. Uh... That's how you know you, you know you're strong when you can squeeze a watermelon with your thighs and crack it open. And when you could just use your just your gullet to crack an egg. Was that the equivalent? Yeah, that's the presidential fitness test nowadays. That's what they have all the kids doing. Well, shit, I need some <laughs> eggs. And a doctor on standby. Quick. Um, I once had a... This is one of the most painful memories of my life. Okay. It's not even my pain. All right. But in college, um, I helped produce a comedy festival. And one year... We got this YouTube celebrity who I had never heard of, but apparently is very famous. Um, Are we going to drop any names? But it was really weird. It's something Beast. He's called like the Beast or like the... I don't want to get sued. I don't know. It's something like the Beast or the Man Beast or I don't know. But like he was like... The Man versus Food guy? No, 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 no. He's like a YouTube celebrity and his name's like something Beast. Mm -hmm. Um, But he like kind of like came along. It was really weird. He came as like a tag along to another group that was like a stand up and like stand up on the spot group uh-huh. that like did improvised stand up. Yeah. But he like came with them like he was their friend and then they were like, oh, can we like have him do a show? And we were like, um, no, we like planned this whole comedy festival. And they were like, but he's famous. And my faculty advisor was like, well, if he's famous. And I was like, oh, God damn it. And so we like shoved him in to the comedy festival roster. But his shtick was that he just like ate shit you shouldn't eat. Uh-oh. So, an <laughs> auditorium full of college kids watched this man eat a cactus, a spined cactus, and like nine raw eggs, and that was his show. And then he like walked off stage, and then because like we were the ambassadors, like all the kids on the improv team, we like helped. We were like the producers, so we were like Yikes. escorting the talent and stuff. Yeah, like they escorted him to the bathroom, and he like immediately vomited all up and was like crying and picking. Cactus spines out of his mouth and bleeding See, everywhere. This is like, that's the YouTube content it, I want to watch. It's so, it was so awful. And we still talk about how bad it was. And we actually, one of my roommates saved a cactus that he was going to eat. What? And we still have it. Oh my God. Yeah. So I'm, now I'm thinking like, what other YouTube celebrities would make terrible live? Th- this is the kind of thing of like, this is the whole concept of America's Got Talent, right? Like, is that a talent? Well, no, but that whole show is filled with people who, who are there like Simon Cowell or whoever the fuck, uh, deal or no deal guy, Howie How Mandel. Mandel. Don't act like, like you don't know who Howie Mandel is. It's like, uh, what are you going to do for your, your super talent, uh, American? 
and they're we need like, a light bulb. I'm gonna eat a light bulb. No, no, okay, first of all, illusionist Darren Brown eats a light bulb on stage, but it's really funny. Illusionist great. Um, Darren Brown. Il- mentalist. Uh, we're gonna move on. <laughs> I can't get into Darren Brown right now. Next time. I love him. But <laughs> oh, um, well. I love him. You but, should tell him. But it's always people, because the concept, the concept of the show. Oh, yeah? Yeah, is that these people are going to get their own Vegas, like, show. They're going to headline their own show in Las As Vegas. As they should. And there's As people coming on that show that are like, oh, I, I can, I can nose whistle the Star Spangled Banner. And they're and just they going to do that do for, like, three hours. They let them do it. And then they're like, yeah, that was pretty good. You can move on to the next round. And it's like, but they got to have, at the end of this. They got to have a show. No, they, you're right. I do always wonder about that. So Some, it's like one, like, ventriloquist and a bunch of people who can, like, I, I can... I can do a Rubik's Cube real fast. <laughs> is, that, is that a Vegas show? Yes. And Howie Mandel's like, ah, it's fine, I just don't, don't touch me. Um, I guess? Um, there's a lot of YouTubers who have no talent. Fulfill, well, they fulfill niche, uh, um, niche markets. Yeah, and, and am I going to say I don't even... I, I watch them, sure. I would never pay to see them live. Like... It's just some things don't translate. Even like YouTube it, artists, you think don't translate? Not all of them. If they do a thing that is a stage talent, like singing or dancing or like performance art, sure. But if their talent is putting things in a blender to seeing how how they if they blend an iPhone and if it will work or not, I think that's wouldn't. a great talent. <laughs> I don't know. Probably wouldn't see it on stage. I think it's a great talent. I think you're just a hater. And you know what? With you're right. that, you're right. I think we should begin. Well, it's begun. It's begun. I'm already halfway there. There's no stopping it yet. What is it? It is it. What is it? It is it. I'm expecting you to cut this out, so. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> you caught my eye in the grocery line. And I fancy myself a man worth your time. What if this was our podcast? Just people watching from your window and just <laughs> describing it in great detail. Honestly, that's kind of what uh, this podcast is in essence. Well, why don't we tell the people what it is in more than just essence in reality? Uh, well, welcome to Craig's Existential Crisis, number one. I'm Sarah. I'm Tallinn. And this is a podcast where we go into America's favorite list and specifically the misconnections. Seaxions. We are still awaiting the results on how Craig's list ranks in other countries. Oh, yeah, we're waiting on that ranking, but yes. uh, I think the results will come in, and I think they will be positive. Uh, you know, we'll any see. hoot, uh, yeah. So misconnections—they're like uh, you post them on a coffee shop wall when you think you really had a connection with somebody, but you didn't get the chance to say something in person. So you know, you're just you're shooting your freaking shot. You yeah, know? man. Instead of drowning your sorrows on Tinder like some people do, 
you're gonna go out and try to get the one that got away instead of just letting them walk away. You're gonna you're gonna post about them, and then you're not gonna go on Tinder. Sarah, are you? Yeah, I'm fine. Do we need? I we can stop recording. Bye. Every cry is really weird. <laughs> How would you like if I said that about you? That's really upsetting. You haven't seen me cry. Have I? <laughs> I don't think I've seen you cry, to be fair. You've never seen me cry? I feel like I cry, I cry a lot. I don't know. I guess not. I cry with laughter a lot, which is good. Well, I guess bucket list. All right. Uh, do you have one or do you want me to start? <laughs> I'll give you one. So, okay. yeah, did we mention that the other thing we do is we read these cold? We uh, don't wear sweaters. We stand in the ice. No, 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 no. Well, yes, we do all that. But what I really meant <laughs> is that... Uh, you, we are seeing these for the first time, and we are we are giving them to each other to read. Thank you for humoring that terrible joke, even if it was for just a second. Yeah, no problem. That's what I do on this mm. podcast. Target, Portland. We were at Starbucks. Eye contact. Wish I would have said some thing. Me, older gentleman, you are hunky yum. Coffee sometime? Good that read. Was, Good read. That was like a beat boy. <laughs> I kind of got taken away by that. Can I, I mean, try it again? Can you give me a beat? I can't. I'll add can a beat. Can you snap? Can beat. you snap for me right now? Uh, yeah, man. Can you? Are you nervous about doing this? On, are I you getting it. stage fright? I get it. Target. Portland. We were at Starbucks. Eye contact. Wish I would have said something. Me, older gentleman. You are hunky yum coffee sometime. I wish I knew how to scat, but I don't. I mean, this is a pretty good first attempt. Some here's the thing. Oh, it's not my first attempt. I scat on the regular. Oh no. I mean, scatting is, is uh, you know, it's an acquired talent. It is. And it's actually a talent. I think it's undervalued a lot. And I think that people think that anyone that just goes scooby ba ba bow scooby ba 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 ski could do it. Yeah. I don't think that's true. Um, you look at Scatman and tell me that anyone can do it. Yeah. We get it. You're a Scatman stan. You can just relax. I'm a Scatman and Hatman stan. You're a Scatman and Hatman stan. We have not talked about Hatman, but it's okay. We can. We can. <laughs> we'll oh, get God. there someday. We'll get there. So I, I think this is very poetic. I think this conveys a lot of urgency of the moment. Oh, yeah. You know, because like while you're in the midst of a... In the midst of a... In the middle of a, of a stroke, apparently. <laughs> when you're in the middle of a missed connection... Because I, I feel like I've had moments where I've been like, is this a moment? Mm -hmm. And in the heat of the moment, you know, you're thinking to yourself, but you got to say the right thing. You got to get it out fast or this moment's going to pass. Like the magic is only in the air for a minute. So you got to get it out. There are no fucking, there are no fucking uh, conjunctions. This is not the conjunction junction. There are no adjectives except for hunky, which is important. Mm -hmm. Like this guy gets to the point. Yeah. Yeah. It's... I wish most professional writers were this well edited, you know? Wow. Professional writers. Um, what is why why so urgent? I mean, theoretically, this is something you can go and do whenever you want at home after you have this encounter. But maybe it's not because they're in a Starbucks which has free Wi-Fi, and we all know maybe they just saw this happen. Their blood is still rushing oh, from the adrenaline of like seeing a hunky yum man. Hunky yum. Hunky yum. You are I'm me, older gentleman. You, you hunky, hunky yum. yum. You know. And then here's the other question: If you were that. If you were the object of this mixed connection, would you read this and know that you were hunky yum? Well, like, do you think if you're a hunky yum person, you know you're a hunky yum person? 
Um, that's a good question. I think I would have to use the other context clues, because I don't think I would automatically assume, me being hunky as I am, I don't think I'd assume every hunky yum is about me. It's true. It's true. Um, I, I, I think I'd have yeah. to be like, I was in Starbucks eye contact. But I don't know about hunky yum. I might be more like, decent, okay. <laughs> yeah, decent, I'm, yeah, I'm probably not hunky yum, I'm probably more like, uh. Like I'm more like chunky bum, am I right? Ah, Woo! Chunky bum. Chunky bum. I'm more like funky gum. Oh yeah, gum is it. <laughs> gum is the only option. I like funky. Yeah. Funky's good. Funky gum. Well, I always just think about people who are like addicted to gum. Yeah, I think about those people. Yeah. No, I always think about people who are like uh I don't know, good looking for a living, you know, like actors and models and stuff. Uh huh. Do they? Do they know? Do they? I mean, they have to know because they're marketing upon it, but like, I just wonder how much it changes your life to be conventionally very attractive. Um, here's, here, okay, let's get into it. I think we can get into this. <laughs> I think of people like Idris Elba, right? Who's been yes. consistently voted like yes. sexiest man alive. It, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's like right. conventionally yeah. Yeah. everyone. I don't know anyone who doesn't find him attractive. I think this this is the issue with... Uh, I've been watching a lot of The Bachelorette and now <laughs> Bachelor in Paradise. Tell me more about your hot takes on them. Here's my hot take. These shows are dumb. Oh, I would also say that, a lot of the time, I don't find most people on that show those shows attractive. Well, that's because you and I have like normal human standards. <laughs> um, but these people are... They fit into a... a this is a depiction of beauty that that is standardized and sure, and, sure, 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 sure. Um, yeah, you're not gonna find. I'm sorry, you're not gonna see many John C. Rileys on that show. Okay, but he's so funny. He's so fun. I would, and he's a good actor. Listen, I date him. Okay, but I as long have, as we're clear that you would have to date him if you met him. If he, then asked, we can move on with this I conversation. Um, but these are also people who live in a kind of a bubble. Where they don't have to try so hard. Yeah. They, they kind of get things handed to them because yeah. they uh, have clean skin or, you know, pretty eyes or like... Wonderful hands. Or like too many muscles. Too, too many hands. Too, I don't know about that. I don't know if you have too many hands if you get things handed to you, but... <laughs> yeah, you would. Because you have so many hands. Like a fun party trick. Like, hey, watch this. <laughs> See his two hands. <laughs> Dave, catch. Where'd that third hand come from? <laughs> what? Um, anyway... People like Idris Elba, though, people who make a living being in the spotlight, but then are also given this other title of like being like very attractive. Did you know you're attractive? Um, I think that bubble still is there, and I think like you distance yourself, like your personality <laughs> kind of just stays wherever it was when people started realizing you were attractive. And That's interesting. Because I think Idris Elba, sexiest man alive, also kind of a big dork. Um, you know, it's secrets about him. I love him. I love the man. But can you tell he makes a lot of dad jokes. <laughs> well, he's allowed. He's a hot dad. Yeah, it's true. He's got three kids. That's the thing. No one told his attractiveness that he's had three kids. So it's not. A, there's a. There's a uh, things you would. Exp- I don't know how to explain this. I'm no, <laughs> I'm no sexual I'm no hot attractiveness scientist. scientist. Yes. Yeah, but I do feel like 
the more attractive you are, the less anything else about you tends to matter. Yes, I would agree with that. I think that's that's a hot, that's more like a lukewarm take because I think that's pretty commonly accepted. Yes. But I agree. I think that like, yeah, on some level, I mean, if I didn't have to, if I, if I could get away just being, con- like if I was conventionally attractive enough that I didn't have to do anything else, <laughs> you bet your ass I would never work on anything else. Right. Like, I just I know myself an, well enough to know that. I'd be an influencer. and I'd Oh, just, absolutely. Oh. Here's a picture of me shirtless enjoying uh, Yo Play's new yogurt. Enjoying some Starbucks. Hunky mm. yum. Think. You know what I love about Yo Play? I don't, whatever they say, they're paying me for this post because I'm attractive and you're going to like it just because one of my nipples is in the picture. Yo may play, but I don't, you know? Hashtag sponsored content. Hashtag hire me as your copywriter because that was hilarious. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> um, there's also the other thing of like people who weren't always attractive and developed a personality and then get yeah. attractive later, but they still maintain that personality or even kind of, I don't know different is that they don't think they're attractive because they never did so even though they got the things that are conventionally attractive mm. um they still go like what no i'm not i'm just you know I'm, and we're talking about real humbles not fake humbles here yeah this real, is real humble business yeah yeah and real humbles yeah you're, you're neville longbottoms of the world you know you're uh <laughs> real glow ups real glow ups a real glow up situation yeah well i hope this hunky um you know, I hope they know they're hunky yum so that they can have that. But I also hope that they still work on themselves. Yeah. Because it takes more than just a hunky yum to make someone stick around, you know? It does. And also, beauty standards are whack. and They are whack. No one should be working so hard to uh, try and be accepted as beautiful. Because uh, that shouldn't fucking matter. Ugh! 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 Look at you! Ugh! We could go into a whole diatribe about the body positive movement and how it's gotten hijacked, but we don't have time for it. And also, I think I would sear somebody's eyebrows off with my anger about with it. With your hot takes. With my hot, hot takes. Um, I just love how much of a rush this feels like it was written in, though. It like, was, Starbucks it, it was closing. It gave closing. me a rush when I read it. It gave me a bit of a, a endorphin <laughs> That's boost. the thing. It's like a... This is like a... It's like you're standing on top of a hill you didn't realize was a hill and you're just like walking along and suddenly it goes way downhill way <laughs> it drops. fast. Because you don't think it's going to be like a run-on sentence and you start reading and you're like, oh, oh, oh no. no. Oh, oh no. no. I just, I saw this really scary video the other day of this person that was skiing and they were just like chilling and like they pause with next to their friend and they're like on the top of the slope. But because it's snow, you can't really see, like there's no like depth perception. Like when everything's white, like it's hard to... Like, see where things end and begin. Uh-huh. And this guy takes, like, one step to the left and fuck... He has a GoPro on and he falls off a cliff. Oh. Oh. And it, oh. it is one of the scariest things I've ever seen. Like, my heart dropped into my stomach. It was so scary. Jesus. That also reminds me... Did you see that video of the waifu fell off a cliff? No. <laughs> oh, yes! No, yes, I did, where she's, like, hiking and she, like, steps on a wet patch and then she, like, falls down a waterfall. Uh, yeah, and it wasn't that big of a fall. Oh. At least the one that was I going think around. I maybe we're maybe talking about... a different one. <laughs> we need to stop talking about video. Have you seen this video? This was like a month, less than a month ago, but it was like, 
I don't know. Because the one I saw ended with her falling into a body of water. She like this slips one, off no. the edge of a water. We need to watch this after the show. Okay, it's okay. fucking insane. Link in the show notes. Just She's like going to take that. a photo at the edge of a waterfall and she like steps on a wet patch and it's she like falls off a waterfall cliff. Yikes. No, the one I'm talking about, this, this couple on a trail and they're filming themselves and uh, the wife steps a little too far backward and falls like probably, maybe, maybe 15 to 20 feet. That's a lot. That's just, big. But like they treated it like she almost died. 15 to 20 feet is a far drop, Tom. I don't know if you realize how tall 15 to 20 feet is. Okay, but like... They acted as if she did die <laughs> Don, for like that's a like minute. Three of you plus a little. No. Okay. How tall are you? Uh you're like six something? Six feet. Five. I'm okay. I'm backtracking because I really think it was like <laughs> fifteen feet max. Okay, okay. Which is like I just if there were three of you stacked on top of each other, I would not climb you and then jump off of you because that would be very scary. It it was uh they like she had a little scratch and they were like there is a God. Like, thank God you're still here on this earthly <laughs> This definitely plane. was not the same video I watched. No, they, no not at all. It was mostly a reaction video My where video they were just like, I almost died. This is Elena's. Like, I'm sorry, just remember this is Elena's and you should take it. I have Elena's scrunchie. Put it on your wrist oh, so that you I, don't forget it. I will just put it on the side here. Okay. I'm going to have to put it on Anywho. Anywho. Um, what a rush. Yeah. You got one for me? I absolutely do. I'm going to read it right now. We came to fix your window. Tigered. You were sitting, eating a bowl of cereal, watching TV. We kept looking at each other. Didn't get a chance to slip you my number. I thought you were sexy. Get back to me. Here's the deal. Mm -hmm. I don't think, and I don't want to speak for the object of this misconnection. Uh-huh. But if somebody is at my house doing work for me and I'm sitting in front of the TV eating a bowl of cereal, I'm probably not looking at you because I want to flirt with you. I'm probably like waiting for you to leave so I can finally take my pants off and reach my final form. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably trying to like not slurp my my Cocoa Puffs too loud so I don't get judged I'm, by you. Yeah, I'm trying, trying to like look at you and be like, although I am not a widow repairman, I am trying to use my limited technical knowledge to know how close you are to being done. Yeah, yeah. I, I just am. don't, <laughs> I don't think that, I just think they're misreading the signals here and I, I, I just think this is a disaster waiting to happen and it makes me nervous. I don't yeah. want anyone's heart to get broken, but I think that's what's going to happen. I, I hate to say it, uh, window repair guy, but I, I think... You're right. Sarah. Do we agree? Do we agree I on a hot one. take? I mean, I could be devil's don't, advocate. Don't play devil's advocate. Um, There's but, no such thing as the devil's advocate, only the devil. Um, devil's advocate is a great movie starring Al Pacino and Keanu Reeves <laughs> and Charlize Theron, and I highly recommend Theron. it. Theron. Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron. Um, yeah, I think. It's, it, there's some situations like yeah we've all we've all been there right guys gotta come fix the thing when you're God. in the room the TV people are coming you God. got one place to be in the morning and that is in front of this one TV eating your one breakfast item which is cereal now like, you couldn't have gotten away from this really not if you want to have your life and why should your window being broken ruin, ruin your, your life, life. and so, also did somebody throw a rock through their window no it probably wasn't this person's fault that the window was broken I'm just gonna say it. It, a, I don't think it was their fault. Do you think the TV, or do you think the window repair guy broke, broke the, the windows window? so that he could go repair this the window and be like, I've been staring at you. 
So that's the other thing, right? Like, I'm going to be on my couch watching my TV because this is my home and my life. And you keep your eyeballs off me. Yeah, but also, you know, that window is perfectly level with your line of sight because it's just off to the side there. And there's, like, no other way he can, like, fix the window without, you know, peering into the room and staring at you. It's never comfortable. It's a, He's not going to pretend he can't see through glass, right? Like Do you we think... All... So, you know, there's this whole, like, trope in, like, porn of, like, <laughs> repair people, right? That's, sure. like, a thing, right? Repair people, pizza you, guys. Yeah, like, and then, like, people being like, I can't pay you. I'm gonna fix the price. I'm basically basing this off of a lot of Vines I've watched that are mocking that trope. But I'm assuming yeah. it's a real trope beyond just Vine mocking it. But, like, do you think that real plumbers get hit on that often? Or, like, real window repair people get hit on that often? Or do you think they, like, go into that job being like, I wonder. (laughs) I wonder if this will be the day. Do you think that the pizza guys in the world, like, there's someone training pizza guys? Like, hey, you've seen seen the internet, right? (laughs) You were going to get so much tail as a pizza delivery guy. I hope that's not true. Let me tell you something. You deliver as many pizzas as I've had, you get a you get a lot more than just oh, the tip. God. Oh, <laughs> stop! I'm no. sorry. I'm sorry. I hated that. No, I don't think this is a real thing. I that don't was think a any, good joke. I don't, you don't think it's a real thing? You don't think? I'm not gonna say it's never. Happened. You don't think sometimes in the back of a plumber's mind, when they're like fixing a toilet, they're like, "What if this person can't pay? Like, what if this person propositions me right now? Like, what am I gonna do?" It's probably like a real moral issue do you think there's a whole section of the plumber's handbook about how to turn down propositions uh i don't know the answer is yes i'm just kidding maybe just the employee handbook (laughs) yeah the plumber's handbook for all plumbers in the world (laughs) every plumber it's every plumber gets a book all pipes are the same um i am i am very nervous about this kind of energy because as some of you may know i'm moving And I just got a message today from my landlord. I live in a house right now. Yeah. And I just got a message today from our landlord being like, we're going to show people the house on Thursday. Oh, shit. And like, we're not moved out at all. Like, uh-huh. we are sitting in my house and it looks like we are still just going to be here forever. I was going to say. <laughs> we have to yeah. we have till the end of the month. It's like the fifth. Jeez. It's the fifth to sixth today. Yeah. It's the sixth today. And she's like touring people. To move in on August 31st already, which, like, I get you want to be prepared, but also, like, that means I have to fucking clean my room and I'm not interested. Ugh, I hate moving. And then, here's the thing, I could, like, also, like, not clean my room because, like, these people are never going to see me again, but they are, it's, like, it's disaster zone in there. Like, they're going to be, like, it might be upsetting the amount of mess there is up there. Oh, boy. And I, like, don't want anyone to be concerned for me, but I also don't want to, like, clean up because, like, it's not my problem, you know, that they decided to share the house. Yeah. So early. Well, I guess you gotta... (laughs) Okay, listeners, tune in, you know, send us some votes. Tell me if I should clean my room or not. You have till Thursday to tell me. So you have until tonight. We can put up a poll. We can put up an Instagram poll. Yeah. You have until tonight to tell me. If I should clean my room or not. Yeah. For all these people to visit. Anywho, so I'm very nervous about it. I hope nobody propositions my room. Well, I mean, what you gotta do, maybe there's like special services where you can like specifically select like, please don't proposition me for a a (laughs) sexual encounter. I'm not, I just, I'm high. Just purely services. Some people. You you gotta go into a massage parlor and be like, just, just, I just want a massage. That's it. (laughs) 
That's all I just my back, please. Is my, just my neck, my back. That's it. Please, no, no funny nope, business. None of the other stuff. I almost said the rest of the song. <laughs> <laughs> what is this song? I don't want to get. You don't know the song. I know the song. I don't know the song. I heard it reference. My like, neck. No, stop. My back. Please, no. Didn't I just tell this story to you? Did I not tell the story about how I got a phone from the garbage? Is this not? What? Okay. <laughs> We're going there. Okay. So I got, um, uh, my dad worked at a garbage dump before he retired. He was a garbage truck mechanic. And we have talked about that because that was yeah. a big part of my childhood. It was right. like Santa Claus dad coming home every night after work with fun garbage toys for us. <laughs> but um, I also, in high school, I got a phone like a lot later than a lot of my peers. Um, and like my family's never been super tech savvy but we like lose, I like got my phone late in life. So I like didn't know how to take care of it. And so I like lost phones a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but like if you were like dirt cheap Metro PCS phones, sorry, Metro PCS don't sue me for slander. Oof. Um, Oof. But I had a phone and I, I lost a phone and I was like phoneless for a couple days. And then my dad one night knocks on my bedroom door and is like, Hey, I found your exact same type of phone in the garbage. Like, here you go. And I was like, hell yes. So we got that shit set up on Sim. And then I finally get a phone call on it the first time. And guess what the fucking ringtone is? I had not messed with the settings at all. It was fucking my neck, my back, lick my pussy, and my crack. And I was like, no. I was like 13. How old is this song? And all of the songs, all of the ringtone songs were dirty as fuck. There was Lil Wayne's Lollipop. Nice, Uh, nice. There was, um, there was a lot. There was a lot of bad, dirty shit in that phone. And I was just like, who owned this before me? And there was no other, they'd like wiped all their text messages and everything, so I had no idea, but. That was the only shred of evidence. That was, was that. their store of fucking ringtones that were all dirty as fuck. Nice, nice. Uh, yeah, that was a real good time in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, I, I think I still have that phone, actually. Oh my God. I think I do. I don't know if it'll turn on. It's been about, you know, eight years since anyone's touched it, but... We gotta have it on the pod. We gotta have it on the pod? Gotta have it well, it's at my pod. parents' house, so I'll have to fly it up here. Yeah, you will. All right, do we have time for our one last segment, or what are we, what are we feeling? What are we feeling? What are you feeling? Uh, I think I got... Let's, you know, why don't we end on this high note before we get to our last, last segment? Okay. I think this is a good, good one to end on. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Terrible day improved by ice cream. Hi. Yesterday I came into Salt and Straw just before noon, I think. You asked how my day was going because that's part of a good customer service, and I said terrible because honest communication is an important part of any relationship, and I was having a terrible day. You served my lavender ice cream cone and wished my day would improve and also complimented my Ramones parody t-shirt. It was the first thing that helped my day not helped make my day not so terrible, and I wish I had tipped you in cash. I just wanted to say thank you and let you know my day vastly improved following your kindness, which I am aware is just kind of part of doing your job. Anyway, thanks. Oh. 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 All this had, I know it's very touching, but my immediate reaction to this was burning jealousy that I had never checked Craigslist while I was working at Salt and Straw. I probably had so many misconnections. People falling in love with me left and right. Yeah, and you can't, like, they don't go back very far, misconnections. You can't, no, like, go you discover can't. them they, from past uh, All days. Craigslist posts expire after a, a week. Yeah, so you'll never know. I'll never know, but I bet there were a lot. I bet there were a lot. Because it seems 
because part of like our thing is like creating kind of a false intimacy with people. What is this in the handbook? Not not, not in so many words, but it really is about like creating a false intimacy and like yeah. it, like really curating an environment where people feel like really welcomed and it's kind of superficial, but it's mm. also like you legitimately want them to feel because like it, it's like not a bad company to work for. I liked working sure. there, cool. but yeah, it's just good. like. Anywho, and not, <laughs> no, to, really not to tell this person they're not special or anything, because that is very sweet, but also they should write a Yelp review, because that'll get you good uh, reviews at work, which will get you more money. And probably get you a date. And probably get you a date. Probably get People you honestly got picked up a lot at Zolid's Draw. Yeah? Yeah. Well, it happened a lot. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing, like, we've never, we've talked about this concept, but uh, we have a someone on the inside who's been on the inside is like we've talked about the concept of like customer service people just you know they don't always want to date you they just are being nice oh my to you. god that's everything yeah always no no sir okay well that's not true there were definitely servers that wanted to date people we helped well i'm sure it happens like when somebody served weird al yankovic they wanted to date him what did we not know that weird yeah. al yankovic went to uh, my salmstra and you wanted to no, I did, I was gotten by then. <laughs> but who wouldn't want to date Weird Al Yankovic? No, he'd be fun. He'd be I fun. Mean, I think he's in a committed relationship. But it's like fine. Well, I just think he might be in a. It's fine though. Well, I just, hey, I mean, hey. I'm, I also like that this person subtly was like, um, <laughs> you asked how my day was going, and I said terrible because honest communication is an important part of any relationship. Which is true. Like, that seems like a subtle <laughs> dig as to why their day was so terrible. Like, they had a fight Ooh, with their significant damn, other about how weird. honest, like, somebody cheated on somebody. Yeah. Or somebody said they were out with friends, but they were actually out with one friend who yeah. you've always been kind of jealous of, and you, like, don't know exactly what their relationship was, and you think there's more there, but, like, or, your partner or, yeah. keeps saying, no, there's yeah. not more yeah. there, and then, yeah. like... And then you get really pissed off because you saw that they hung out together last night and they're like, well, the reason I didn't tell you is because I knew you'd act like this and you can, and then you're like, no, that's not justification for saying that. And then that's you go get ice cream. Yeah. Okay. You, you I just like jealous. to, I just like to construct elaborate interior lives of the people sure. around me. Okay. Sure. Okay. I think everyone is a deep hole of emotion and I want to look into it. <laughs> I want to excavate your deep hole of emotion. All right. I'm going to leave now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> No, I, uh, yeah, I, I think that line is funny, too. Just for, just because, uh, I don't know what I can say about it that you haven't said. I did say a lot. You did say a lot. I but, talked a lot. You know, even this person acknowledges, like, eh, even at the end of this, like, hey, your brother is doing your job, but thank you. But for, thanks. Thank you for that was that. a good one to end on. Good job, Talon. Hey, I thought, uh, yeah, you know, we could use a little bit of that. Use a little bit of that. We could all use a little bit of that in our lives. We could all use our terrible days uh, improved by people with smiles serving us ice cream. Even if it's kind of a part of their job. Even if it's kind of fake. They might enjoy it anyways. Yeah. Hey, man. Hey. Do you have um, something special for I us? do. We're uh, debuting a new segment, but before we get to that, uh, I do want to say thank you so much for listening. We want to thank Rosie Sherman for writing our theme song. And Follow singing it. At hey, Shermie. Hey, Shermie. On Instagram. Remember to like and rate us on iTunes. It helps us out so much. And could you tell a friend about us? Just tell a friend you think might enjoy us. Yeah, seriously. If you uh, are at all into this and you've been listening to more than one episode, 
Um, I hope you're subscribed. And if you are subscribed, I, I hope you give us a little rating on the Apple Podcast and, app because that would be great. And if you've done all of that, we love you. We really love you. And if you don't do that, we still we love you. We don't love you. Well, oh. Well. I was going to try to emotionally manipulate them into liking us, but it's fine. Well, I did that last time, and I feel like you you frowned at me, <laughs> so. Um, but listen, we would really appreciate a rating from you. And you're going to hear us say that every time you listen. And if you haven't done it, you're listening to us say that every time. It's got to be annoying, it's right? It's going to be embarrassing. It's got to be, that's got to make you feel a little bad, right? Okay, so now who's emotionally manipulating? <laughs> okay. uh, it's this guy. It was me. Uh, all right, so this new segment we're debuting is uh, Sarah and I, slash or I, depending, <laughs> uh, are going to be presenting you with our own personal misconnections to the world. Love it. Um, so I do have one today. This is, uh, I'm going to spin it off to have my dome. I do not have it pre-written. But here we go. Dear truck driver. My girlfriend was driving and we were waiting to turn. We we're about to go for it when you and your black pickup truck with your window rolled down decided that it was your turn to drive in front of us. And technically that may have been true. But I don't appreciate the look you gave us when you just stared right through our windshield as if we were idiots for wanting to drive. Sorry to mildly, I guess, scare you with our little one inch moving forward signed. I'm not going to give you a signature that's funny. Just fuck you. <laughs> I'm Talon. <laughs> and I'm Sarah. And this was Craig's Adventure Crisis. Crisis.